ranked by U.S. News & World Report among the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the nation. Shepherd Center specializes in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injury and brain injury. As a service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. Diving is the fourth leading cause of spinal cord injury for men and the fifth for women, according to the National Spinal Cord Injury Statistical Center. A single dive can result in a life-altering injury. It's one of the reasons that me, as a mother, have not let my kids dive at all, not join the diving teams, not dive into the lake or into the ponds. My guest today is Emma Harrington. She's the Director of Injury Prevention Education at Shepherd Center. Emma, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you could be with us today. As I just said in my intro, after learning about this from Shepherd, I won't let my kids who are teens dive at all, anywhere. Tell us a little bit about diving injuries and how common they are. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me on today. Um, Diving injuries are actually more common than you think, and it's one of the most preventable causes of spinal cord injury. You said it in your intro, the fourth leading cause of spinal cord injury for men and the fifth for women. Um, So really, anytime you go headfirst into any body of water, the risks are far more than what they seem. And that's what we see here at Shepherd Center. One single dive can alter your life forever. Really, I got chills when you just said that. So tell us why this happens, because people think it's pretty safe to dive. They think maybe it's deep enough water, but they don't really know what's going on underneath, do they? That's exactly right. And when you see commercials and beaches, there's always people diving into the swimming pool and it's glamorized. And that's not the case. And it's not just about the depth of the water. We see ocean dives. That's actually the number two area that we see diving-related injuries come from is the ocean. And you know that moment that you first get to the beach and you run into the water and you dive under the waves? That's the worst thing you could possibly do. Waves crash over where sand has built up and it poses great risk to you. So they can happen really anywhere, lakes, rivers, oceans, swimming pools, anywhere. And it happens to young people who are often in the prime of their life. Well, it does. And they have that feeling of immortality as well. So they dive off of high bridges and things and and because they feel like it's perfectly safe. So why, based on what I just said, I think I know you're going to answer, but why so many more males than females? Right. So it's 89% males to 11% females, and that's based on our own research on a 10-year retrospective review of every diving admit that we took in. Um, And I think the answer is really in the prefrontal cortex. That's the part of the brain that inhibits impulses. You plan and organize your behavior in that part of the brain, and it doesn't fully develop until you're 25. And for females, you develop a little bit faster, so maybe two years earlier than males. So I think that's a large part of it is that this risk-taking behavior is we don't see the consequences of it. I also think a large piece of it is the education piece. People don't know that you can get catastrophically injured by going headfirst into any body of water, including oceans. So I think it's education and it's also this immortality complex that we all have to go through and develop through as teenagers into young adulthood. Jumping in deep water, people do that all the time. Are diving injuries usually something you can walk away from? Or, I mean, what is the difference between jumping and diving? 
Right. So it's far better to break your leg than to break your spine or injure your brain. And so these are young people. It's happening to young people between we have seen almost half 20 to 29 years of age in our um, diving injury research and younger than that, 19 and younger. And the outcomes you do not walk away from. They're severe cervical spinal cord injuries resulting in tetraplegia. So these are the kind of injuries where paralysis is a huge problem. You have to learn how to walk again if possible, how to eat again, how to maybe go to the bathroom again if possible. And a lot of times that isn't possible. These are lifelong injuries that you don't just roll away from or walk away from. So obviously so dangerous. Tell us a little bit about preventing these type of injuries. And while you're talking about that, Emma, Parents may wonder, well, my kid is on the diving club. And so is that as dangerous when it's involved in school activities? Is diving a common sport? Is it as dangerous to be involved in a supervised sport like diving as it is to dive in at the beachfront or into a lake? Right. So the first piece of your question, how to prevent diving injuries, very simple. Always go feet first every single time. Never lead with your head and never dive into the shallow end of a pool. And I think knowing that often hidden objects are in lakes and rivers and oceans, it makes you more aware that it's not just the depth that we're talking about. It's what's lurking underneath. And I think a large piece of this that we don't talk about often enough is alcohol being involved in these sorts of injuries. When you're at a party and you're doing a slip and slide and you're going head first, Essentially, the things to protect most are your brain and your spinal cord, and that's why diving injuries are so catastrophic because it puts both of those pieces at risk. So now the diving club piece of it, I hear that a lot from parents, and I hear that a lot from teenagers that might come into Shepherd Center, tour our units, and see a lot of the results of diving injuries, and they get scared. So my answer is this. Myself as a parent, I would never let my child join a diving club. Me either. But we all, right, but we all have to weigh our own risks and rewards and what we are willing to take on in terms of risk. So I think if you are in a diving club that has a ginormous pool um, and that you're being instructed on how to dive, I think some parents might be okay with that. I personally am not. I think feet first every time there are other ways um, to be involved in swim club that don't involve diving. Yes, I, I completely agree with you, and, and I can see why some parents would think it's great, but really, I don't see a situation that we would need to go into a body of water head first. So as we wrap up, I would like you to tell us a little bit about what you see at Shepherd Center, because there are some videos on your website that sh that kids have made that show in their own words, what happened when they dove, whether it was off a bridge where there's no diving signs or into a lake. People don't think about a big lake or an ocean. They dive right at the shoreline into a wave and they don't realize maybe the tide has come back. There are so many reasons, Emma. So tell us about those kids that made those videos and reiterate your best advice again. Right. So I think the best quote actually comes from Bridget Metzger, who started my whole injury prevention program. And I think she said something like, how important is it for you to dive? I suspect it's less important than being able to walk, 
feed yourself, go to the bathroom on your own, all of the things that we take for granted every day. And what the teenagers say who find themselves in the situation of being at Shepherd Center and rehabbing here is they can't believe that one decision, one split-second decision could result in such catastrophic consequences for them for the rest of their lives. And they say things like, I trusted my judgment. I've been diving in this water hole for decades. I know this lake. But that doesn't matter. None of it None of it can compare to the catastrophic effects of what can happen if you go head first. So I think the best advice is feet first every single time. That is great advice. I'm going to re-say it. Feet first every single time. Parents, if you are listening, go on to Shepherd Center's website and watch some of these videos. They're very moving. And this is the kids in their own words about what happened to them that changed their lives forever. One split second decision changed their lives forever. It's very moving. Emma, thank you so much for coming on and giving us such great information today. You can head on over to our website at shepherd.org for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast informative, please head on over to the website, share it on your social media, and be sure to check out all the other fascinating podcasts in our library. This is Shepherd Center Radio. I'm Melanie Cole.